0: Talk Bats Radio Talk
1: Bats Radio Talk Bats Radio, Talk about radio. Lisa from TalkBox Radio on Blog Talk Radio. Today we are talking about road rage. It's a topic and a subject and a problem that affects pretty much everybody, whether you've got a car or whether you are a pedestrian only, dealing with um, angry drivers, Tonight I'm going to be reading off of safemotorist.com, a website that's extremely helpful. It gives a lot of information about aggressive driving and road rage. In between the things I'm reading, I'm also going to give you my thoughts as we go along here. To begin with, aggressive driving has been a problem on our roadways for a while, and it seems to be only getting worse. Incidents of screaming, rude gestures, and sometimes even violence are reported frequently on our roadways to the point where it has earned its own name, road rage. Learn what causes road rage, whether you are prone to it, and how you can help to keep our roads safe by not giving in to road rage. So what is the definition of road rage? The term road rage was coined by local news station KTLA in Los Angeles after a string of shootings occurred on several freeways in the city. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration defines road rage as when a driver commits moving traffic offenses so as to endanger other persons or property an assault with a motor vehicle or other dangerous weapon by the operator or passenger of one motor vehicle on the operator or passengers of another motor vehicle. So I have to just say that what I have encountered, sadly, is that road rage seems to be occurring everywhere. My husband and I moved from New York, a big road rage haven, to North Carolina uh, one year ago plus a couple of months. And when we first came down here to just visit the area, I thought, oh, this is, you know, the drivers are so uh, courteous here. You know, it's really good. I can't wait to get away from the road rage. Been living with road rage for a very long time. Well, sadly, that was not really the correct perception, because as it turns out, we have a lot of imports here. We're in Asheville, North Carolina, and there are a lot of people moving here from all over the place, and you do encounter, unfortunately, the tailgaters. So we're on a neighborhood street that is, you know, your basic neighborhood street here, and... One of the busier ones, and frequently I am sad to say there will be somebody right behind me in this bullying fashion to try and get me to go faster. I'm sure you've encountered that as a driver or a passenger. And, you know, do people realize, is my question, what kind of effect this has on the responsible driver in the, head of car, uh, in the car ahead of them? What kind of effect this has? what kind of pressure it puts on people. And, unfortunately, as I do see, it sets the tone to other drivers. We're not just dealing with the statistics and the rise in aggression in drivers, but actually my feeling is that it teaches people, well, you know, if that guy is doing it, then I can do it too because it's now the cultural tone that's set. And in this instant gratification society, we're used to having everything right now. Okay, give it to me right now. So everything is fast, as fast as you can make it. So this idea of being stuck in traffic, sense of having no control over what's going on, This can lead people to feel very frustrated and then act out their hostilities because they're behind the wheel in their own environment. I don't have to deal with you. You don't have to know who I am, but I can push you around with this car of mine. So what I see also happening, and you'll you'll notice if you – decide not to take this type of thing personally, although it's very hard not to take personally when somebody is basically endangering your safety by tailgating you. Yes, tailgating is one of those things that goes on a lot, and I feel that is definitely part of road rage. You know, it's like pushing people around aggressively with your car. What you'll see is as soon as you move out of the way, that person is going to now do it to the next and the next and the next. So at least you can see... And judge uh, that um, that it 's not you it 's them, and they 're going to just keep doing it to everybody now. What happens is if that person uh, in front of the aggressive driver who's tailgating has to slam on their brakes, you end up with major pile up and many people affected okay in that situation so that 's one type of road rage that I think is the most common form of road rage and aggression out there so you know it's kind of like this license to no pun intended on driving this license to just do whatever i want to do because i'm in my car and if i had a fancy car i mean i just read a statistic tonight that bmw drivers in navy blue bmws are more prone to aggressive driving And I have to say, I've I've been tailgated by uh, a lot of fancy cars, so maybe there's that attitude. Um, And nothing against BMWs or BMW drivers per se, but I have found that uh, people who are uh, tailgating me can be in very expensive vehicles, you know. And, again, you never see them. You never talk to them. It's like a license to kill, literally and figuratively and emotionally. And the problem that... This causes, as far as I'm concerned, is this tone that's set. It's kind of like, uh, you know, it's a jungle out there. It kind of feels to me very evil. It's an evil element that's really perpetuated itself into our culture in a very big way. I had something happen in a neighborhood we lived in previously, which was in a suburb on Long Island, And we had lived there for quite some time and had no road rage, but over the last couple of years before we moved, I began to see an increase in this type of driving. In fact, a current within our neighborhood streets that never happened before and what was amazing to me, like I'd be tailgated by somebody on my street that I lived, in the neighborhood, right, in the suburb, and I'd pull over, and only to find out that that person simply wanted to go to the next block, and they pulled over, and so they lived, like, a block ahead of me. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, this this is now going on in the neighborhood, which is pretty much, a, you know, a... a uh, what will be considered a safe, I'm going to use the word, good neighborhood on Long Island. Then you've got the people who do what I call create a lane, where there is no lane, but they they can't stand this idea that they are stuck behind you. At Let's say there's a light, and now they have to wait, and they want to get ahead of you no matter what. So they are going to go around you in a lane that doesn't exist, you know, risk your life and everybody else's life where, you know, there could be a pileup because of their behavior, what they're doing. So that's create a lane, a lane that doesn't exist. They want to just get between you and the adjacent lane so they they can get past you. Another one that I always enjoyed not – and this happened, this has not, I have to say, on behalf of North Carolina, never happened here. Not yet, and hopefully never will. And that's being pressured at an intersection when you're when the light is red, okay? And just as it turns green, these people are beeping at you from behind to pressure you to go. Or just when the light just turns red and they're beeping at you, Because they they just want you to go out into traffic, kill yourself so they can get around the car accident and and move on and get past you. So it's like it's not safe or they'll, they'll pressure you to go into an intersection when, let's say, there's no light. Or there's a light you could do right on red. And they're pressuring you to move into this intersection when there's traffic coming you can't get into the lane safely and but they don't care they just want you to go in there it doesn't matter because they have to get there 5 minutes early they don't care what they're doing so i have something to say if you do this type of if you do this type of behavior out on the road please please think about who you're affecting and who you're teaching because what you're doing is you're teaching everybody who's in your car if they're especially if they're a child okay, or a teenager, you are teaching them that same behavior. Let's say you're not a teenager. If you are a teenager, you're teaching it to your friends. And this is very, very dangerous driving behavior. Okay, so I'm going to read a little bit from the safemotorist.com site. And, by the way, if you've got any thoughts and you'd like to contact me, you can get you can reach me by uh, emailing me at lisa at talkboxradio.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this subject. Okay, so the definition of road rage I did read. Okay, road rage quiz they have here. Uh, you may like to think that road rage is something that only happens to other people, but the truth is many of us are guilty of aggressive behavior on the road. Ask yourself these questions and answer honestly. Are you ready? Here's the road rage quiz. Do you regularly drive over the speed limit or try to beat red lights because you're in a hurry? Next question, do you tailgate or, this is the big one, do you tailgate or, oh I love this one, flash your headlights at a driver in front of you that you believe is driving too slowly? I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me as the victim of that type of behavior. Yes, I feel like I'm the victim Do you honk the horn often? Do you ever use obscene gestures or otherwise communicate angrily at another driver? If you answered yes to any of these questions, it is possible you are susceptible to road rage. Many times when a road rage incident occurs, it is because the person was under stress in other areas of their life. The addition of congested traffic can add stress which then explodes when it is perceived someone else on the road has acted in an aggressive way, whether intentional or not. So in other words, if you're encountering road rage from somebody, get out of their way. Don't even try to get tangled up into that kind of a dance because it will not end well. One of my theories is all it takes is two people who are raging to cause one big accident, if not death. Okay, So try and get aware of what you're doing behind the wheel. Know that you're driving a very dangerous instrument that can kill. It is a killing machine. It can be. And remember who you're affecting, who you're influencing. Again, please, please, if you have a child in your car, you're the parent, or an older sibling, be aware that what you do is sending a message to that child, this is, how, this is how you act behind the wheel, because a lot of behavior in adulthood is learned from when you're a child. Okay, and I'm going to read some road rage statistics here. The following statistics compiled by the NHTSA and the Auto Vantage Auto Club show that aggressive driving and road rage are causing serious problems on our roads. Yes, I'm aware of that. Here we go. 66% of traffic fatalities are caused by aggressive driving. I'd like to just read that again. Now, you know, they don't say accidents. They say fatalities. We are talking death here. We could also add, you know, serious injuries. 66. I'm reading this one more time. 66 percent of traffic fatalities are caused by aggressive driving that is huge 37% of aggressive driving incidents involve a firearm all right males under the age of 19 are the most likely to exhibit road rage Half of drivers who are on the receiving end of an aggressive behavior, such as horn honking, a rude gesture, or tailgating, admit to responding with aggressive behavior themselves. Over a seven-year period, 218 murders and 12,610 injuries were attributed to road rage. One scary statistic worth noting is 2% of drivers... Admit to trying to run an aggressor off the road. That's, uh, that's pretty bad. Okay, so now let's talk about some solutions. I've already been saying if you're an aggressive driver, if you're doing any tailgating or showing anger behind the wheel, yes, I know it's not easy, not easy not to be angry. But if you've got a child or a teenager in the car, And now based on the statistics, if it's a male teenager or a male child, please be aware that you are setting the stage. You are setting the stage for that person who is very impressionable and you are the role model too. You're setting the stage for them to do the same thing and maybe worse. And what's worse, if they start drinking and driving, they're angry, they're doing crazy things, they could be killed or they they could kill somebody else. Okay, so how to handle road rage. If you find that you have agitated another driver, whether the fault is truly yours or not, do not react or retaliate to the other driver on the road. This will only cause the situation to escalate. Remind yourself that the other driver is just bad at handling stress. Avoid eye contact and continue to practice safe driving habits. Unfortunately, it does not look like this problem is going away anytime soon. All you can do is be a considerate, aware driver that follows the rules of the road. So what are the rules of the road? You have to obey the speed limit. Yes, you have somebody tailgating you and they're pressuring you to go above the speed limit. Or let's say there's a there's a buffer and every the, you go with the flow. Everybody's going 5 miles an hour above the speed limit. Well, I'm not going to say what you should do there, but use your judgment. But that tailgater wants to go 20 miles above the speed limit. Get out of their way when it is safe. One of the things that a defensive driving teacher will say is don't let the person behind you drive your car. So you don't want them to bully you to go faster, right? But you want to get out of their way. So... Just move over to the other lane. Let them go. Don't get agitated and start things up or try to, uh, you know, confront them in any way whatsoever. All right. So, and you want to try to not take it personally. I know it is not easy. I know. Because I take it personally because I feel and I know they're endangering my safety. Okay. So, Unfortunately, it does not look like this problem is going away anytime soon. All you can do is be a considerate, aware driver that follows the rules of the road. While it may be difficult in the heat of the moment, this is very important, in the heat of the moment, do not give in to feelings of anger or rage on the road. Think twice before you honk the horn or flip that finger because you never know what may set off the person in the cars around you. Getting home safely or getting to work safely is more important than teaching someone a dangerous lesson, okay? And that's also teaching, again, I'm repeating myself, I know, but teaching whoever is in that car with you to drive that same way. And I am telling you that you are setting an example, not only to the people in your car, but I believe culturally you're setting an example. That's right. Because somewhere this started with somebody doing it, and then it had sort of like a domino effect, like oh wow this is a this is a good style of driving i'm going to do that too or that that guy did that to me I'm doing it now, so more and more and more so it's kind of like almost socially acceptable behavior if you see more and more of it, it becomes part of our culture, and I will like to see this change, wouldn't you? And, of course, uh, ideally, let's get some cameras, more cameras on the road, and let's get these people off the road. I have had a fantasy that <laughs> that the person car could be just lifted up with, like, some kind of suction cup device, and I just, you know, I have all kinds... When I'm driving, I would like to see that car just whoosh, taken off the road. But that's not going to happen. I'd like to see that person's license revoked maybe forever. If they're driving like that, Because you got to wonder, are they able to be rehabilitated ever from this attitude, attitude of entitlement, superiority, bullying, behavior? I don't know. But I would love to see some way where the tailgater could be stopped right away. Let's get cameras on all of our cars. Let's get a camera right in front of the car, so you actually on the back of the car, excuse me, actually front and back. So you can be rec- video taping all that's going on around you so that you can get the license plate of that person and then you could somehow we could have a digital way to get that information online to some kind of bureau that's tracking this kind of behavior, and then they can go right after those drivers. So beyond violating the speed limit, there's violating your safety with things like tailgating. Is tailgating illegal? It should be. It really should be. That's my feeling about that. So I'm going to close here, and I have enjoyed giving you my thoughts. I would like to see some improvement out there. I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at Lisa at talkboxradio.com or through the blog talk radio site. And I am going to say goodnight to you now and I'll look forward to being in touch with you guys again on my next podcast. Take care. Talk Box radio. Talk Box radio. Talk Box radio.